Hey, it's Jamie Sumner, left guard from 1994-95, and this is the Bunch of Nuts podcast with my boys Dan and Cass. Go Bucks! Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Bunch of Nuts podcast. This is Dan. I'm here with Big Cass. Uh, this is the first, first ever episode of the Bunch of Nuts podcast where we purposely try to record during the football game because we got Mitch Trubisky versus Bailey Zappi as our Thursday night game. I've never actually been more excited to record on like a non-game week, but uh, here we are, Cass. Um, so obviously, let's let's address the elephant in the room, but uh, Ohio State did not make the playoff. Uh, this is not new news to anyone, um, but in, we're officially now, this is the first episode since we've been officially eliminated from the playoff um and we got a matchup against missouri and it's gonna be like battleship like you sent me my man so let's just get into it i mean what are your thoughts on the fact that we got missouri we got a fake sec team i mean here's here's the big 12 team here's here's the thing with this they put up that graphic. It said two and eleven versus SEC teams all the time in bowl games, right? One of them come, one of them coming against Alabama, and one of them's not even on there. It should be three and whatever, but they don't count the Arkansas one for some reason. But we go out and destroy Missouri. SEC fans are like, well, they're not a real SEC team. Like you know, they're going to be like they're Big Twelve, which I agree. That being said, I don't know much about Missouri. I'm gonna have other than watching the Georgia game, I'm really gonna have to sit and watch them within the next couple of weeks to get a real good feel of how they're gonna be. Um obviously I'm excited to see what Mookie Cooper does against the Buckeyes. I was gonna say Mookie Cooper um, game because he's like their third receiver. He has like yeah, yeah, and cards on the year. But, I, but yeah, I, I definitely want to watch more of Missouri before I get a a real feel on them. The real feel is about the Buckeyes. Outside of this Thursday night football game, this Thursday night football game has actually been the boringest thing about football this week because, you know, obviously all these stars were – that all these players that are playing in this game right now were stars in college in 2015. So 2015 called, they want the players back. Um, but however, the Buckeyes, as of Joe Royer, just 20 minutes ago, enters the portal. Uh, 14 players have now entered the portal, one's entered the draft. And really, obviously, the biggest surprise was Kyle McCord and entering the portal. And then I would say Chip Trainum as the second surprise. Um, even Kai Stokes, that that surprised me a little bit. I thought. I just think just well with the DB with Kai Stokes and Ryan Turner, we have like four solid DBs coming in next year. So I'm not Wait, really. Why is the transfer portal right now just all guys who like ate in the spring games for Ohio State? Like it, when you look at it, it's like Evan Pryor, spring game legend, uh, Joe Royer, spring game legend, uh, Kai Stokes, spring game legend, like all these guys who had the fantastic spring games. And then Ryan Turner had a decent one last year, too. Yeah, it's like, well, if you if honestly, if you look at Kai, if you look at Walter Julian Fleming into this, if you look oh, at yeah, Evan Pryor, about Fleming. 
if you look at Evan Pryor, Julian Fleming, Joe Royer, you feel bad for him. Like, because, yeah, Fleming had a couple good years this year and last year, but they never were ever really going to be the guy because of injuries. So they, these three can go, you know, rejolt their career um, and go somewhere where they can be the star because they don't have much time left. They, they're, there's not much thread on three guys that have been constantly injured, if that makes sense. And by the way, I forgot Vic Cutler was on the team. Like, I, when he entered the portal, and I'm like, I had to really think about, when did we get this guy? And then I realized we got him late spring, and then he just enters the portal. Bro, it's it's just crazy because like we we take recruiting people take recruiting so seriously, and then some of these guys just come here never never even see the field yeah. and they're gone. Well, and like Joe, and like I said with Joe Royer and Evan Pryor, they just never had a fighting chance. Injuries just killed them. Yeah, no, it, it it's crazy. Um, it's I mean the McCord the McCord one really shocked me. Yeah, it... that was out of the. I would have at least thought he would at least finish out the year and play in the bowl game before doing that. But it does give Ohio state a unique opportunity to at least evaluate Devin Brown, Devin burn the boats Brown or, uh, you know, West Dakota Heisman Lincoln Keenholes. So don't uh, forget about Tristan Gibbia, man. Yeah, but he's not the future. Like, no, I know. It would, well, would like, cool to see him like start and then just like beat Missouri. Absolutely. But like, I also want, I want some of these guys to get a fair evaluation. And by the way, these Michigan fans that think this, the ship, like that, that the Ohio state programs and shambles, they don't realize what type of outside of Kyle McCord and chip train and Julian Fleming. Like even you can even throw chip train and Julian Fleming out the window because yeah, they were starters, but like chip training was a key role player. But, like, they weren't flashy. They weren't the flashy guys. Like, Kyle McCoy, gee, many Christmas. Billy Zappi is tearing the Steelers up. <laughs> no. But, the chip, chip hurts the most because at least he was versatile. He could play special teams. He could play a little bit of linebacker. He could play fullback in certain packages. He could play running back. And we just need the depth at running back. Chip hurts. There's no way. But, like, losing Fleming – it's like how much what how, like how much would he really contribute? Like, and we've 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 seen how much he can do in a Ryan Day offense. Maybe he like I think he also might be a better fit if he goes. I hate to say it to like Penn State because they're like we watched Penn State receivers this year. They're terrible. Julian Fleming's an immediate upgrade. At least he can like catch a deep ball. Like he can run a he can run a a, a freaking go route, and he's not gonna you know burn anyone. But at least he's reliable and can go come down the ball. Penn State's receivers stink. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he ends up at Penn State. At, like that—that that sounds kind of treacherous, but um, I feel like that's a really good fit for Fleming, unfortunately. And then McCord, um, I, I would—I think honestly, Boston College would be a good fit for him. Um, I, I would even well college type of guy. I was going to say Rutgers, but he doesn't have that demeanor. Like he doesn't have that demeanor of a Greg Schiano guy. Um, no, he's not. He's not like agile enough and like mobile enough too. I think because Greg, Greg kind of wants. Looks like he's wanting guys who can like kind of. Hey, Manny, Manny Diaz might need a quarterback at Duke. So, 
That McCord at Duke could make sense. I could see that. I could see McCord at Miami. Uh, people are saying Nebraska. Nebraska. But like the the thing that bothers me the most about Kyle McCord, as much as we have on this show, gave him the benefit of the doubt. It's just like just because he didn't get guaranteed the spot next year, he just bolted and left. That's what bothers me the most. But that being said, I think the marriage is over, was over after the Michigan game. You clearly saw it on both Kyle and Ryan Day's face. Um, and it was, it's going to be a fresh start for both of them, you know. Fresh start for Ryan Day. He may get a transfer quarterback in. Um, I think we're going to get one in. But, you know, Devin Brown, you know, making his tweets saying that he's going to, you know. I'm like all in on Devin Brown now. I think, I mean, I, I think he just needed a little bit. I think by next season, Devin Brown will be ready. It's He just wasn't ready to start the year, it felt like, you know. Um, then he obviously got hurt. Um, I, I, I feel like Devin Brown – is definitely could definitely be a guy of the future, but like it's so, and I hate to say it, but it's so tempting when you, I see a guy like Daquan Finn in the portal now who like, you know, I've had a man crush on Daquan Finn for years, ever since we played Toledo. I've been talking about him as like just being a stud. And, and I've got people in the mentions of Twitter being like, Oh, he's not that good. His reads aren't that good. He's inconsistent. It's like Ryan day. can clean it up. No, like you, like that guy is super talented. Daquan Finn. He's the Mac player of the year, Mac MVP. I know he didn't have a great Mac title game, but he's a stud. Um, I'm a Cam Ward guy. I know know you're a Cam Ward guy. It's when I look at Cam Ward, I just see a guy who people think is like going to be Justin Fields because he wears the same number, looks kind of like him. It's like same build, but like he'll never be Justin Fields. In my, I mean, we're not going to have Justin Fields. I think I just think I mean, yeah, I'm a Cam Ward guy, but like. I'm also a Devin Brown guy or a Lincoln Kineholds. I'm a whoever's going to be taking the snaps um, against Akron week one in 2024. That's how I felt like with Kyle McCord. I was a I gave I give players the benefit of the doubt they're going to come in and compete, but I want that competitive fire. And I think unfortunately the last three, like I said last week on our show, the last three years of why we lost to Michigan is we didn't have that quarterback with the competitive fire. Unfortunately for Buckeye fans. We're starting to see that competitive fire out of CJ Stroud in Houston, but it just maybe it just took till the Georgia game for it to come out. But I think, you know, Cam, even Daquan Finn has the competitive fire, and, and so does Cam Ward. And, you know, Dylan, I, I actually, to be honest, I'm a Dylan Gabriel guy, but I know that that he's already, he's going to Oregon. And that's not like that's a, that's a for, foregone conclusion. But, like, Gabe, I think with Cam Ward, it's just he's big. He's got a great arm. Yeah, I'm concerned with his, you know, turnovers, but obviously just like Daquan Finn, can't, Ryan Day can clean it up. Those guys have competitive fire. That's what – and then Devin Brown has the competitive fire too. The funniest thing I saw was someone posted like a week – like the week at – like a, the, I think it was a Sunday after the Michigan game. It was like – Ohio State needs to go after this quarterback in the transfer portal. Guess what quarterback it was? It was oh, I don't even know. It was, it was Joe Millen. Oh, yeah, Joe Millen. Someone oh, was like, yeah. he needs to get 
Joe Mill needs to get to Columbus. And I'm like, but I hate to tell you, he's got no eligibility left. And no one would have wanted that more than me. But like, I, just people were getting so ridiculous with it. Um, do you do you have a quarterback in mind? If it's not any of those, do you do you have any other transfer quarterbacks in mind that you like? People like Dante Moore. I'm not sold on Dante Moore. He wasn't. I mean, he didn't look that great in in the Pac-12 this year. I know he's true fresh freshman, but he turned the ball over way too much. Well, Dante Moore has the upside, like he really does. I honestly think Oregon's going to land him and Dylan Gabriel. I, I I really do for some reason. I'll be so ridiculous if that happens. Yeah, I don't know if they have enough nil money in there, but it is Nike. They somehow swayed Michael Jordan from Adidas back in his back in the eighties. But, <laughs> but, but uh, here's a very important question cast. Cause it was asked about 15 times on the 11 warriors forums. Air Nolan bowl practice question mark. He can't practice. He can't enroll until January early, early enrolling. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I look at it this way. I mean, I don't know. I Will Rogers maybe just to bring in some depth. I mean, I'm not a big real Will Rogers fan. I actually really like Will, Will Rogers. I think he's a good player. He is a good player, but I think obviously I th- I like I would pick Daquan Finn over Will, Will Rogers. But oh, absolutely, Will Will Rogers that was a good consolation prize. I mean, I think honestly, what what Kyle McCord do- did. DJU is kind of interesting. Yeah, but the thing about DJ. Is I like he's definitely gotten better each year. Like he's like this year he definitely made a jump at Oregon State. But like I feel like he's he's oh my god, Mitch Trubisky with a ball. Um, I feel like uh he's gonna go to Michigan State, um, and follow his coach. I think the Mills kid's gonna follow go to Michigan State, but that's being said. They were they were talking about that. I know. Not Mills or Childs or whatever. Not Mills, Childs or whatever. The Oregon State's like backup quarterback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. Was a highly ranked recruit. Yeah, and he he played he played usually in, in each game. Like they get a drive for him usually. So that says a lot about him if he was like pressing DJ Uford sometime. What What's very interesting though, bowl practice starts next week. Usually this is the week we start – we've heard transfer portal news, but usually this is the week where we start hearing players who are opting out of the bowl game. Buckeyes have not – nobody's opted out yet. And these dumb Buckeye fans on X, Twitter, whatever you say, gave out their ridiculous, ridiculous uh, depth chart of the Cotton Bowl and – Kate Stover was left out, Tommy Eichenberg, Steel Chambers. And I'm looking at this like, dude, those guys are going to play. And then I got an argument with this guy how he says it's more important to play in the Senior Bowl than it is the Cotton Bowl. The Senior Bowl don't mean diddly squat. They they don't even hit in the Senior Bowl. They like – it's like the Pro Bowl. Like – these those and you left those guys out. How are you leaving guys out that need one need to improve their draft stock and two? Those guys don't have that mentality that they're going to sit and quit and not, sit and not play in a bowl game. Like, but that keeps you in mind. I'm mean, I'm not saying. Also, who? a lot of guys probably don't want to go out with their final game being a loss to Michigan. Exactly. 
Exactly. And I think if they have, if they're a competitor outside of Marvin Harrison, do we have a first rounder? I don't think we do. I think we have guys who could be a first rounder. Yes. But they won't be. Um, like I like I could see a situation like with Tyreek Williams, like a Dewan Jones type situation where like he falls, but like once he gets to the NFL, they're gonna be like, oh, he should have been a first rounder. <laughs> like we just messed up the evaluation. But at the end goal is to beat Michigan and win a Big Ten championship. I see I I think there's gonna be guys that are gonna come back that are unexpected. And it's already a lot of people reporting it. Sounds like Travion Henderson's coming back, and that is huge, which explains the Chip Trainum transfer, in my opinion. Or it um, means Ohio State's bringing in someone, and per the Silver Bulletin, they are looking at um, was it not uh, ETN? Yeah, is it was not? Uh, what's his name? What's his first name? It's not Travis. It's a uh, Trevor, right? Yeah, something like that. Trevor Etienne, yeah. Travis is the one in the Jags. I can't even think. Long day of long day of work, folks. Forgive me. Um, Been a long week. <laughs> but like, we could honestly have an ETN, Trey, and Dallin Hayden. I think. Like, I think it's. I think it's a Hayden and, and Trey show, though. I think we have all three because it's like <laughs> it's like time. Like time has shown we need at least three backs because. We had Chip, Dallin, Mayan, and Trey this year, and we all we had to use all of them. We had to use four. I um, did read I did read somewhere that Ameka is leaning towards playing in the bowl game to improve draft position. And if he doesn't get a better grade than a second rounder, that he'll come back, which makes sense because there's a lot of guys like Malik Neighbors, the Washington wide receivers, Keon Coleman. Those are all first rounders and Ameka. <laughs> Yeah, no, this draft's kind of loaded at receiver. And it's like, you know, if you're Ryan Day, you kind of know that. Maybe just no. maybe just make him run decoy routes and let's not give him the ball. And, and it sounds like <laughs> and it sounds like Donovan Jackson might be back. I think I think Jack Sawyer will be back. I think I think Jack should definitely be back because it's like at most I see him being like a third round pick currently. And then I heard Denzel Burke because he's projected second round, which is absurd. Um, could be back. Um, Laransom could be, join him, which that would yeah. make sense because him and him and Ransom are tight. Like Burke and Ransom and are tight. Could you see a position change just because of the depth for Sonny Styles? Go to line hybrid linebacker like a uh, what was the kid from uh, Clemson? What was his name? Simmons, Isaiah Simmons. Yeah, I could see Isaiah. that. Yeah. And which the good news is we get Jim Knowles back for year three because Manny Diaz is not the new head coach of Duke. Well, that's, that's, that's even better for that. And that's huge for Ohio State because it's not only do we not lose our DC, Penn State loses their DC. So, like, that that makes a lot. That's a huge shift. And if, okay, here's another huge shift, too. Mentor and Sharon Moore. Should be getting head job, head coaching job looks, right? I think Sharon Moore is going to be. I think he's going to. If Michigan, if Harbaugh does not sign this deal, I think Sharon Moore is going to be the next head coach at Michigan. Oh, absolutely, yeah. No, Sharon Moore, he he's going to be at Michigan. Um, but Minter, I mean, would anyone even want to touch him though right now? 
Who would touch it? What school would touch it? Well, I honestly, I don't think any school wants to touch any um, Michigan coaches right now because they don't know what the NCAA is going to do. Because if an assistant coach could penalize, as, wow, that was kind of a flop, but I don't know. Um, um, Michigan NCAA could penalize a staff members on Michigan. It's going to be interesting to see what Michigan, um, what NCAA does with Michigan. All right, we do have to talk about the elephant in the room, the elephant in college football. Florida State not making the playoff. I personally think, do they deserve? Did they deserve to get in the playoffs? Yes. But I think they got the four teams right. Because if you watch last Saturday's games, there's no way you tell me that Florida State is one of the best four teams in college football. Feel bad for our boy on Twitter, at Jared underscore Waldrip, the Florida State fan always in our mentions. He is probably not well right now, so my thoughts and prayers are with Jared. Um, it's just, all right. It's it's so like we can't say that they're not one of the top four teams when I saw Ohio State, who had one loss, by the way, that year, get into the playoff with a third string quarterback. I know it was under different circumstances. But yeah, but look what they did. <laughs> yeah, but Florida State, there's no blemish on their resume. They went undefeated. They have an elite defense. Um, the receiving core is still sick. It's they got screwed. Like it's it's the truth. It should have been the the discussion we need to have is there shouldn't have been an SEC team in. That's the truth. If, if we're going because if it's if it's best if it's top four best, it would have been Ohio State, Michigan, Georgia, Bama. Those are the four best teams. I don't care what Washington, uh, Florida State, Texas. They all did. Those are the four best teams in my opinion. But. Uh, we have to also do the most deserving stuff. So that means all oh, Washington are undefeated Florida state, but like it's, it's neither, it's neither deserving or best. It's just kind of like a haphazard mix, mix and mash with no logic. And it's, you know, like Florida state went undefeated in the sec two and oh, um, ACC. what the ACC. Yeah, no, but they went, they beat LSU in Florida two and oh, in the sec. Wow. And yeah, Get the SEC jumps them. Uh, I just it's wrong. I think they sh- it should have been Texas should have been the four seed. Florida and also just saying that Florida State, you know, they were in the whole entire week leading up to it, and then you you drop them after all that. Uh, it's just it's totally wrong, totally wrong. Um, it should have been it, it really should have been Michigan, Washington, Florida State, Texas, and then sorry SEC. Like, better luck next. Yeah, yeah, but I also think Alabama is going to win the national championship. So, oh, they are. They're at, no, Bama's going to be the national champion, hundred percent. Yeah. So that being said, if the playoff started, the twelve team playoff started now, we'd get Penn State. I mean, I think. Obviously, the rankings show that, but I I think they would switch the rankings up so we wouldn't play Penn State in the shoe in I December. Agree. I agree. But as of right now, we would play Penn State in the shoe in December. What a time that would be. What a time that would be. What a boring game that would be. <laughs> boring game? 
All right. If we speaking, just gotta, we got a repeat yeah. of mid October. <laughs> speaking of bull mania, we have our bull mania up. We haven't decided if we're going to do any prizes, but if you want to join, join. It's fun. Bragging rights. Um. Other than that, I'm looking at the bowl games. And me and you are the only ones that have signed up. That's pretty sad. We'll repost the link. It's so early. Yeah. Uh, let's let's go let's go over some of these games now. Uh, next next week starts the bowl games, I believe. Yeah, right? I have the schedule. Let me let me read it down and then we'll kind of talk about it. So Saturday, December 16th, the bowls kick off. It starts Myrtle Beach Bowl, um, Georgia Southern versus Ohio. That's going to be played at East Carolina Stadium or well, Coastal Carolina Stadium, 11 a.m. Uh, Celebration Bowl also that day. Um, that is Florida A&M versus Howard. New Orleans Bowl, Jacksonville State versus Louisiana. The Cure Bowl, um, Miami, Ohio versus Appalachian State. This is all next Saturday. Uh, well, yeah, next Saturday. Um, New Mexico Bowl, Fresno State versus New Mexico State. Uh, what I love about these some of these bowl games is they just put the local teams in them. <laughs> like if your local team games you're in, um, the the LA Bowl that's probably the best one of the week. Um, that that's gonna be the best college game of that week. It's gonna be UCLA versus Boise State, Inglewood, California. Once again, just the local team. Um, <laughs> Independence Bowl, Texas Tech versus Cal. Actually, I stand corrected. That's gonna be the best one. Um, because that's going to be a shootout. Um, uh, then Monday, December eighteenth is the Bahamas Bowl. Uh, it's that game usually lit. It's temporarily it's renamed right now. Um, it's temporarily renamed though the famous Toastery Bowl. It's going to be in um Charlotte because it's apparently I think like Nassau in the Bahamas. They're like redoing the stadium, so it's not there this year. Um, uh, then Tuesday is the Frisco Bowl, Marshall versus UTSA. That at 9 p.m. That's kind of a crazy game. Um, I'm probably gonna actually really liking that one. Thursday, December 21st, Boca Raton Bowl, UCF versus Syracuse. Friday, December 22nd, Georgia Tech versus UCF. Um, that's an intriguing one. Um, let's see, Saturday, December 23rd, we have a whole slate, um, right before Christmas Eve, we got the Birmingham Bowl, Troy versus Duke, um, that is, that's gonna be a fun one, then there's the Camellia Bowl, Arkansas State versus Northern Illinois, Armed Forces Bowl, this is actually a really good one, Air Force versus James Madison, be a good one, that'll be a really good one, uh, famous Idaho, James Madison's coach, mouthing off, new head coach of Indiana, mouthing off saying Ohio State, Michigan sucks. But I like I let let it let Indiana talk. It's fine. Um, and then it, after that, they'll cast famous Idaho Potato Bowl, Georgia State versus Utah State. The then this one's the sixty eight Ventures Bowl, Eastern Michigan versus South Alabama in Mobile, Alabama. Um. We got the Las Vegas Bowl that night. Um, this is actually going to be a fun one. Northwestern versus Utah. Kind of similar styles, honestly. Yeah. Um, we got 
the Hawaii Bowl. Um, and this is, yeah, that's going to round out the night. Hawaii Bowl at San Jose State. <laughs> not San Jose State versus Coastal California. Uh, I can't even talk. Oh, my God. San Jose State versus, versus Coastal Carolina at 1030 that night. <laughs> I, I completely butchered those teams. Um, December 26th. December 26th. I'm not bringing the juice right now. Wake up, Daniel. Oh, my God. <laughs> I slapped my – wake up. Um, December 26th, Quick Lane Bowl, Bowling Green versus Minnesota. Woo! First Responder Bowl. After that, Texas State versus Rice. There's so many bowl games. Oh, my God. Um, guaranteed Rate Bowl. Kansas versus UNLV. Um, then it goes Wednesday, December 27th. Um, it's the Military Bowl, Tulane versus Virginia Tech. And then this is where this is really where I think you gotta get the shift and the bowl games start becoming really good. Um, it's usually like that Wednesday after Christmas. Um, it's the Duke's Mayo Bowl. I feel like that really kicks off the whole weekend. Um, North Carolina versus West Virginia in Charlotte, Holiday Bowl. After that, in San Diego, uh, Louisville versus USC. We got the Texas Bowl after that. Number 20, Oklahoma State versus Texas A&M. Then that Thursday, we got the Fenway Bowl, uh, SMU versus Boston College. Then the Pinstripe Bowl, Rutgers versus Miami. Um, Pop-Tart Bowl, NC State, Kansas State. Um, We got the Alamo Bowl. One of my favorites. This game's always a banger. Oklahoma versus Arizona. That's going to be a a great one. It's going to be fun. We got the Gator Bowl, December 29th at noon. Clemson versus Kentucky. Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl after that. Uh, Notre Dame versus Oregon State. I love that matchup. Liberty Bowl. um, Memphis versus Iowa State. And then we finish the night, the Cotton Bowl. Ohio State versus Missouri. And then our obviously Ohio State season's over, but then it goes to Saturday. Um, and on Saturday, we have the Peach Bowl, and that's going to be Penn State versus Ole Miss, Music City Bowl. Uh, we got Music City Bowl, which is going to be the annual let's kick the shit out of the SEC team, uh, by the Big Ten. Um, Maryland plays Auburn, like Maryland City Bowl a couple years ago where Purdue beat. Tennessee in like four overtimes. Yeah, no, it's that's that's like the new out. Al- that's that's the Alamo for the Big Ten. We got to win that one. Um, we got the Orange Bowl after that. The the real national championship, as some might say, uh, number five Florida State versus number six I think, Georgia. I think Georgia's going to clean their clocks. <laughs> if Florida State wins, they have every right in my book to claim the national title. In my book, like they can absolutely they the AP. I would love for the coaches pool just to vote. I would love the coaches just to vote Florida State national champions because I mean, it'd be funny if Michigan wins the playoffs. No, what what happened? No, hear, hear me out. What happens if Bama and like Texas, like what happens if Bama or Texas wins the national championship, like the college football playoff? They have a loss. Florida State doesn't have a loss. They legitimately have an argument. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Absolutely do. I don't care what anyone says. Um, Arizona Bowl after that one. Uh, Wyoming versus Toledo. Uh, January 1st, New Year's Day, the Reliquist Bowl, LSU versus Wisconsin. Citrus Bowl um, at one. 
This one is the weird one. I mean, I, I, it's going to be we're, Joe Milton's in for a, a day, though. Number 17, Iowa versus number 21, Tennessee. Oh, Can Joe Milton get three points on the board for Tennessee and end it? Um, we're sitting out Joe, Joe outright. A um, couple more games. We got Fiesta Bowl, number eight, Oregon versus number 23, Liberty. Somehow this is the game that like Liberty wins because I feel like the Fiesta Bowl when it's not like a major game and there's like a random underdog that team's gonna win. Um, we got Michigan versus Alabama in the Rose Bowl and my personal favorite bowl game, number two Washington versus number three Texas Sugar Bowl to wrap it that's, all. Up. That's gonna be fun. And then I like to thank I like to thank um, you know the schedulers for getting this one, the national championship. I just want to say thank you. The Natty Monday, January 8th, 7 30 PM. <laughs> thank you. At le- I'm so sick of it kicking off at like nine 30 at night. It's- it was still off at eight. <laughs> yeah, no, they got right. Seven 30. Let's do it. Let's do it. But Hey, basketball Buckeyes. I was so mad yesterday that I turned BTN expecting expecting the Buckeyes to play Miami and got Maryland and Penn State. Come on, I shouldn't have to have BTM Plus in Columbus area to watch the Buckeyes. I'm and sorry. You're, and you're doing our boy Joey Lane a disservice. Like, we want, I wanted to listen to some Joey Smoke. Right. Like, it's ridiculous. But I really like the, uh, the guards for Ohio State. I really do. Roddy Gale and Thornton and you know, battle coming in, and I know a lot of people have mis mis feelings about McAfee, but you know the 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 kid can play. He may not be a great shooter, but he's a great defense defender. Got the only thing I are and key like the only thing, yeah. The only thing though, I think is I think that I'm over Zed Key. <laughs> I really am, <laughs> but yeah, I, I just hope we're not up. I mean, it's playing right in. We got the CBS Sports Classic coming up. It's playing right into the Holtman special where we have a, you know, we're getting our hopes up here in December and we're just right in line for a disappointing January. To be determined. That's all I'm going to say about that. I'm going to be positive this year with Ohio State basketball. You said that last year. (laughs) (laughs) all right all right well that's all i got folks (laughs) i mean i mean hey and shout out to the women's just going to the pat summit arena and just destroying tennessee by 20 plus points hey those ladies cody mcmahon and jc sheldon and company they they really getting together down there absolutely but Cass, that's all i got uh, it's about to kick us off here. So thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Bunch of Us podcast. Um, and as always, go Bucks. Go Bucks. <laughs>